0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts. Since we got Judd here, does anybody want to take a guess on how much a four-week campaign on a billboard costs? The U.S. average.
1: Four weeks. And not the digital ones? Not the
2: digital. Four okay. weeks. Four weeks. But that depends on if you're in the business or not. Because I know people in radio, television, and they get special deal. This is average. Yes. The so average cost. A, average, yep. be higher than I thought. I'm
1: going to say 10,000.
2: Okay. Yeah, For how
3: that's long what I was going to
0: say? 4, four weeks. weeks, 4 weeks. Oh, it's 4 weeks. 4 weeks. The Ten average, yep. Per per one? Just one billboard, say 35W right where it meets up with Highway 10 up in Lino Lakes, you get 4 weeks, how much would it cost?
2: I would not give them more than $1500. Okay. Seven?
3: I was going to say 10000 but I'll say $9,999, Bob. <laughs> good,
1: good answer. Even okay. though that you technically price is right means you'll literally yeah. have $1 yeah. of a buffer.
3: Well, that's – I don't know how the game works, but rest <laughs> in peace, Bob. Judd, what, what do you got?
4: 2023, I think they've – probably not worth nearly as much as they used to be. I'm going to say a couple thousand.
0: A couple thousand. Tom, you were the closest when you yeah. said 1500. It is $850 yeah, for 4 weeks. What? I'm going to put
4: immediately. I'm going I'm to put up say, so I, many bills by oh the end of the day just for S and giggles. Oh yeah. my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was
1: going to put one on the way to you coming into work on Tuesday or Friday when you're hosting goes you you ain't shit. You ain't got this. By the way, <laughs>
2: I knew kind of I was too high. Just flicking off the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I knew I was too high, but I said, I'll just go with a higher number. Because billboards... Well, first of all, I'm not going to say who it is. I wouldn't do that. But... Um, there, there's one of the billboard companies in town that's 17 billion dollars in debt. So you could probably Jeez. get it for about five bucks a month now. Just
1: walk their <laughs> dogs for them or yeah. something. Mm-hmm.
2: When you guys see a string of Tevin Pittman billboards
3: all over town, <laughs> just <laughs> mind your business.
1: He'll be hosting. Mind your to, <laughs> just like very specific. Tevin, don't forget to pick up your laundry at <laughs> yeah, the so laundromat today. It's just today. notes to myself. Yeah.
4: And if you buy, if you buy a bunch. It's going to be like $10. A lot, a lot yeah. less. Yeah. A lot less.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. So like, okay. I,
4: I would guess that Chris Lindahl's bill, because he buys so many billboards, yeah. is mm-hmm. actually not that bad at
2: all. No, not bad at all.
1: Bradshaw Bryant, he's got his share, too, man. Well, up
2: in St. Cloud.
1: Yeah, when I drive home from uh, Bemidji, yeah, oh, when yeah. we drive back yep. here, I'm like, oh my gosh, Michael, take a break. And then I'll send sudden pictures. I'm like, we get it, Michael. Yeah.
2: God, I remember, Chris used to advertise on my uh, podcast and on the morning show. Yeah. That lasted about three weeks. Why? Because I said, what is his deal? What is his deal? <laughs> I don't get the arms out thing. What is that? Yeah, I, don't I don't know. Get it's it his
1: thing. I don't know. I mean,
2: good God bless him. I, I'm not saying he's a pain in the ass or anything. I, he's probably not my kind of guy, but. I don't understand. What's the arms out thing supposed to
1: be? He just needed a thing. And uh, uh, yeah. ooh, yeah, ooh, ooh, was already get, taken. The arm
2: yeah. to senior? get People like us to talk about oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you think that's what it is? He Probably. A thing. I mean, I like billboards. You drive along and get in a car accident because you're looking at a billboard. That's a great idea.
3: Yeah, and I guess what other pose as a realtor are you going to do? That's true. On your billboard? Open a that door,
1: true. like right, arm like, stretch. Like, yeah. Come in your home.
2: Remember what they used to do back in like the 90s? The 80s and 90s with hmm. billboards. Some disc jockey was getting his ass kicked on morning radio, always climbed to the top of a billboard. I'm not coming down till yep. we're number one. Oh You're my like, God.
1: God. Are, could you even imagine if somebody, like a program director, was like, hey, Tom, we got this great idea. You're <laughs> oh. going to climb up there. I mean.
2: Yeah. That would be. You know what I would, You know what my response would be. What
1: would it be, Tom? Remember
2: when you used to work here? <laughs> yeah. There was a uh,
0: there was a guy who was like very higher up in the last building you were at, Tom. Who asked the ninety three X half ass morning show, "Hey, you know what? Uh, we want you guys to go out and get arrested." We yeah. want you guys to oh get arrested, God. and then when you make the paper, they're going to interview me, and I'm going to say, I can't control these guys. Oh I don't know.
2: God. And
0: Nick and Josh are like, are you insane? Like, dude, we're in our 40s. I have kids. Yeah. Like, what? I'm not going to get arrested for my job? What are you what, nuts? Was that that guy? Just that That's asshole? Hansen? Yeah, they, well, I think his name was... Ironically, I think it was Chris Hansen. Oh, Troy Hansen. That's what his name Troy was. Hansen, I don't think I... Oh, yeah.
4: he's a national guy. Yeah, uh, national Yeah, he's, a national Chicago, guy. Yeah, he's yeah. Chicago, yeah. What did they so want him to do surprise. exactly yeah. to get
0: No that, idea. I mean, don't know. Questions. Yeah, some bit that they were going to do on air. That guy actually tried to hire me down in Atlanta, and he said, how about this? How about you come to Atlanta... And you'll do nights, and you'll make $32,000 a year. And I was like, nah, I don't think so, man. And he goes, no, 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 you don't get it. You're going to voice track places like Houston and Dallas. You might even voice track Minneapolis. I said, well, why don't you just keep me in Minneapolis, and I'll voice track Atlanta. And he goes, it doesn't work that way. And I said, well, keep your job. I make more money selling couches.
2: There (laughs) it is, ladies and gentlemen, right there. That's radio for you, and oh it's getting God. worse by the day. So good for you, people. In yeah. And that's tracking, <laughs> voice tracking, man. Voice tracking
4: stripped away the absolute fun of of yeah. uh, yep. guys and gals playing songs. Not for As me. As a youngster, I would record them on my boombox on a tape. Mm-hmm. All of that gone.
1: No, because <coughs> KQ paid me minimum wage to pretty much watch the building overnight while everything else got voice cracked. So I had a job. <laughs> I had to. Wa- I was also security. I, Whose
2: idea was that?
1: I walked around the building every hour. I also watered some plants. I had job security, Judd. And if ninety three X went down or Love one hundred and five, I pretended like I knew what buttons to push out of panic mm-hmm. when it would all of a sudden be flashing. Whose
2: idea was you? He- to Have you do that?
1: It was just the overnight job. That was the job I had forever.
2: But whose idea was that job? Why would you need that?
1: No, this is uh, I don't know. It's just we would get the morning show already. The all the well, that's commercials. what screwed
2: it up so bad. I knew oh, there was a reason. That I'd wake up. I'd get up. a text
1: at like <laughs> you know. I'd be asleep at like eight a.m. All of a sudden, they'd be like, I'd get a text from Scott that was like you forgot to put in one commercial, I'd be like... Yeah, way to go. I'd be like, well, I'm sleeping, so... It's a
2: live read, I thought. <laughs> yeah, you and Scott got along really well, I remember that. Scott. Yeah. You were, actually, you and everybody got along really well, <laughs> I
1: remember he was not. He was not a very nice guy to me. But I I'm not, I don't hate him.
2: You know what's so weird about that? People either really like <laughs> him or can't stand him. He's hilarious.
1: Well, because he l- sucked. Oh, my God. Okay, he... <laughs> Lo- he, he kissed so much ass for people he liked, and then he didn't have any energy left for people he didn't. <laughs> he in would India? literally.
4: Hold on a second, Brittany, really?
1: Yeah. Scott, people G- kissed ass a lot.
4: So, no. like, no. Hard to Tom believe. would come in, and all of a sudden, his no, I've
1: energy. i never seen that before. Tom would come in the studio, and Tom, uh, Scott's energy would come up. He'd be all likable and nice, and then he'd get out, and he'd literally, like, his whole body would change, and you're like, Wow. He would send me emails with the subject line only in it saying, come to office. I
3: hate people that send emails like, with just the, yes. sub- and the message in the subject
1: line. What is wrong with you? And also, like, the anxiety. I'd have, be in this. the middle of the show. I'd get an email from Scott, come to office. And he, I would literally come Home to the office, to and I'd office. try to be positive. I'd sit down. He'd go, no, you don't need to sit. So then I'd be in this weird <laughs> half. Well He was so rude to you if you didn't matter and that's the kind really? of person he was
3: I feel like if I'm thinking of the correct guy he always loved me because he had a friend that went to NDSU and I had this story but so my freshman year first practice we're doing a special teams <coughs> drill and Lee Vandal who was like this senior swole cowboy caller, scariest human being I'd ever seen at that time just absolutely laid me out in practice like feet over my head I'm on the ground. I thought I was dying. Yeah. And that was, like, Scott's, like, BFF, or yeah, his, yeah, like, yeah, friend's yeah. son. And so he thought oh, that was the greatest okay. that we had this NDSU connection.
1: So that was nice to I tried so hard with him. I'd even be like, oh, you're going to – I'd learn things about golf from, like, you know, uh, Justin. I'd be like, oh, are you you're going to go golfing more in here? And he'd be like, mm, what? I'm sorry. Did you talk to me? And I'm like, no, no, I'll just throw myself in a grave. <laughs> like –
2: God, really?
1: Oh, God. It, you guys it, had
2: to put up with that, huh?
1: For a while, I thought it was like, I was like, does he hate me specifically? And I found out from other people. I'm like, no, if he doesn't think you're high enough to give you his energy, he just doesn't.
2: Well, there, there's all a strategic like that.
1: Yeah.
4: There's a strategic portion of, of uh, some boss schools, though, that is the... Come see me thing, yes, or yes. but it never is is like it's no big deal. You know that that would that would be the best thing. Like hey, minor thing when when your totally. show's done. But there is some weird strategic thought process that if I can sort of scare the employee, it's a very bizarre world. It's it's partially why there's a, a lot of adults I absolutely hate. Yeah, because yeah. they they think they think they know what they're doing, and it's like dude, you're like seventeen still, okay. So just shut up. Tell me what I need to, to know. There's nothing worse though than the adult who tries to be in control. Mm-hmm. That drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah. Screw you. Like
3: the I need to make an example of just one person so everybody knows how serious I am and I mean business.
1: December fourteenth, twenty eighteen, at nine forty-five before the morning show ends from Scott Jameson. Nothing in the subject <laughs> line or nothing in the actual email. See me before you leave. Thanks. SJ. That was in the subject line. Nothing at all. And so the anxiety I would have.
4: Why? Yeah.
1: Because you would have something like, hey, don't do this. Uh, you've been saying this. We don't want you to say that. And it would be that. And it was like. Well, so what? what? What do you mean? Like, so what?
2: What? Say whatever you want. Tell them to shut up.
1: <laughs> See? Some of us <laughs> so can't do
2: that. You, hey, Tom, you have a different level oh, of job security at
3: KQ than Brittany did, yeah. I'm assuming.
1: Yeah.
4: I just got a note from our boss Dan, who said, Come see me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. baby. Since you're watching, I'm going to tell you now that's not going to be possible. I am tied up all morning.
1: (laughs) It's the worst. The sweat that will pour out of your body when somebody puts come see me Mm -hmm. in the sun. Not even enough, like, Hey, Britt, no big deal. uh, After the show, we swing by. Like,
4: yeah. yeah.
0: Also, Judd, it's Dan, so he won't be in until September 27th. Yeah,
2: so yeah. you, are, you <laughs> got time, he my friend. Is
4: come see me at my cabin. So <laughs> right. I'm going to have to leave now and yeah. start yes. driving yes. up north.
2: You know what's so amazing about that? The different experiences that people right. have. Totally. Because one thing about Hamilton that I did not like, I always liked working with. And Hamilton's the one who Hamilton. hired me.
1: I loved I him. Except
2: for you didn't. This is see, now. This is something you didn't have to put up. With.
1: Correct. Yeah.
2: This is what you didn't have to put up with. Hey, Tom, I got a great idea. We'll go on here and we'll do this, 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 and this. And then if it blew up or didn't work, it'd be, that was Tom's idea.
0: Oh, yeah. Every you know, time. Yeah, you know, when I, was do- when I was doing afternoons at 93X and God. ratings were through the goddamn roof, it was everybody in the back giving each other high fives. Oh, we're programming the shit out of this radio station. Yeah. Ratings are through the roof. The minute we take a bump, I get called in and they go, you're screwing all of it up. Okay, well, oh, you yeah. can't, you oh, can't yeah. take credit yep. for one and not the other, yeah. okay?
2: It's true. Yeah, but, and they still can't sell it. So what? What value does it have? Ugh. Matter of fact, I... the last time, what's the PD's name over there again?
0: Uh, right now, currently? Yeah. Uh, Derek, I believe, is his name. Derek?
2: Yeah. What a prick that guy is. <laughs> I've, oh. ne- I've never met him. I don't know him. Oh. I'll tell
1: you this about Derek. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you this about it. Derek. Well, he is.
2: He's a prick.
1: He's got the vibe of <laughs> a teenager who just found out naked ladies exist.
0: You know what's so funny about that is I got a friend of mine who works there who said he found a bunch of porn on that guy. Oh,
1: my cute. God. Yeah. Really? Oh like work, gosh. Derek? Uh,
2: really? Derek,
1: yes. you go into his, room, his office and he's got like a hot lady poster on the side and then his screensaver is like a hot lady (laughs) and you're a lady alone in the room with him and I'm not saying he's inappropriate at all but you're like, oh, did you just find out what a boob looks like? Like, that must be fun for you. Like, you were in like a dark, you know, his dark office where you're like...
4: That was a big day. It's it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. it vividly. Trust it was me. was a I, very
1: important day in young Judd's
4: life when, when he saw his first move. Yeah. yeah. I stopped I celebrating
0: my birthday about 10 years ago, but I still celebrate the day I saw him. There you go.
2: There you have it. So this guy you were just talking about, the last time I ever saw him, because he never liked me. I guess I was the competitioner. He, he and I just never got along. Well, I didn't get along with James either. He was, was he RPD?
1: I never had him as a boss.
2: Yeah, I don't know. He was a pain in the ass, too. He had no idea what he was talking about. But in any case, I'm walking out of the building, and that Derek guy's walking in, and he yeah. was always a, you know, kind of like, wouldn't even make eye contact with me.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And he, he's like, oh, you're here, huh? I said, yeah. I can ask you a question. You know that equipment that I paid for? How's that working for you? Because every dime that you spent on that came from my show, asshole, so back off.
1: Yeah, he, I think, I, I don't think Derek was, Uh, like, I don't think he's a bad person. I think he's super awkward and, like, probably was very intimidated by you. Well,
2: he should be more pleasant to people. Agreed.
1: Agreed. I, I, I always just had the vibe that it was like I was not hot enough to be in his room. His office. Mm-hmm. office. Let me put it this feel. way.
2: He's really lucky I didn't drink when I met him. I will tell you that.
1: Yeah. Because
2: <laughs> that wouldn't have gone over too well. Okay, so I hate most people in radio, but we can move on from there, right?
1: Yeah, just come see me uh, in my office after the show.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like I've ever done yeah. that for anybody. It's not happening. Well, because was it? What well, office I, would that be? Yeah, yeah what office would be? I that? have
4: no idea. That's where, a great where question. Where's your that. office exactly? The cub across the street? Yeah, <laughs> that's a great it's point.
1: It's a We have a pop-up tent yeah. in the other room that I just sit in <laughs> and take <laughs> emails. So thank you very much. Make a reservation, or make an appointment.
2: Good for all of them. I saw the ratings. You're all doing really well. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, I'm sure glad the miserable heat dome is now behind us. Well, unfortunately, it's not, because it's going to be 98... So, you know, close enough. Along with the cooler, shorter fall days. Yeah, we're talking fall now. That's what they're referencing. Along with the cooler, shorter fall days, it's one of the best times in Minnesota for landscape plantings. ProTurf did my landscape this spring. Rick had some great ideas for my yard, and they can do the same for yours. A good fall-established planting is much more likely to survive a summer drought the following year. A ProTurf certified landscape designer can help you design a landscape that not only looks nice, but will also increase the value of your home. Fall is not only a great time to plant, but also a great time for hardscape, patios, walkways, retaining walls, the whole deal. ProTurf is a Minnesota original, family-owned business since 1982, 41 years serving Minnesota. We care for lawns, landscapes, and irrigation systems where we live. If the weeds in your lawn are out of control, fall is the best time to get a head start for next year. Let them put together a three to five step program that is safe, effective, and guarantees results. If you want the best landscape on the block, ProTurf is ready to give you uh, your free landscape or lawn estimate and analysis. Visit www.professionalturf.com and click estimates for lawn care, landscaping, or schedule an irrigation service visit. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew root beer and cream soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This summer, enjoy the one Killebrew root beer and cream soda. Your family will love Minnesota-made Killebrew old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Then cheer on the fun. Take it from me, Ken Herbeck, Killebrew.
0: It's how memories are created and less are made.
4: I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning
2: Show for your advertising.
0: Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com keyword partner.
2: Hi, this is Tommy B. My friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location off Interstate 94 would like to extend a special offer going on now through the Minnesota State Fair. Along with everything you can buy on a stick at the Great Minnesota Sweat Together, you should have some cool incentives with a state fair deal when you purchase an RV from Niemeyer's Albertville location. How's this sound? Receive a free exterior ceramic coat and Nanocure interior treatment. These coatings provide a durable, long-lasting shield against dirt, water, and UV rays and basically extend the life of your RV to keep it looking newer and lasting longer. It's a $2,000 value. Free with purchase if you get an RV from Niemeyer's by September 5th in Albertville only. Plus, great deals on their campers at both Albertville and Elko New Market, now through the Interstate State Fair. Take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales and see my guys and gals at Niemeyer's and look at what they got at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com, Niemeyer's.com. Your State Fair deals end on September 5th. Oh, and tell them Tommy sent you.
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
2: So, you know, I, I agree with you guys. Another prick of that Judd is just. T- t- just saying, t- yeah. the oh, wait a minute. We're back up. When are you
4: guys going to realize this? How the hell long would it take? <laughs> I've been a prick
2: for like years. I've been working on it. i am hated on X or
4: Twitter or whatever the hell it's called. I mean, I've been like, when are they? I keep going to people and saying, when is Bernard and that crew going to realize I'm a complete prick? <laughs> Finally,
1: <first laughs> We're slow learners. Oh, my God. Where's but my once billboard? we learn Somebody it. Somebody
4: get me a billboard with my face that just says prick. I over. love
2: that. That'd be huge.
1: Oh, me
3: and
4: Kevin we can afford now. it. We can,
1: yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, bucks. we pool, pool together just to get a big picture of my ugly mug that says prick above it and, you know, buy like five I
2: think you cut a fine figure. That's mm. all I'm saying.
4: Oh, thank you very you much. Know.
2: I just, I saw you at the, live at the state fair uh, mm-hmm. early this week. So, you know, I guess it was enjoyable. late last week. Yeah, it's always enjoyable. No question about that. You guys go out, to the, how often you guys go out to the fair? Well, we used to go out for about
4: 10 years every single day. Yeah, I remember you we're, told me that. You're yeah. now down to the one appearance at Carousel Park on Saturdays, which I much prefer. Although I will say with our company's shuttle situation, I know it's great. I am, I'm not going to complain. Now, the one thing, Sorry. so my fair experience, uh, I'm not sure about you guys, but my fair experience uh, as far as working it was always fantastic. I am not a fair goer, though, so All I don't right. like to walk mm-hmm. around.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat there. I didn't I, actually appearing at the fair back in the day, because you know when you're the highest rated morning show in America, they all all the other shows had to do assholey and things to try to distract you. If you were on stage, they would send people over to, you know, just a pain in the ass.
1: I didn't know that was Pat that did that.
2: It's Pat that did what? They
1: said that Pat Eberts came over and tried to distract you when he worked at a different station. No, well, he was
2: at KWB, Yeah. I
1: didn't know really? he did that. That's oh, yeah. so funny to you. think about.
2: Oh yeah. What's the story? I don't even remember what he did because I just totally ignored him.
1: Like and I am not guess... like I want
2: to get a phone call from him now. I just ignore him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: we might have to have him call in and tell us that experience from his oh, point of view.
2: God. What no, How can people ass. do that? Like I if don't you were there.
4: That that would be my breaking point. Oh no, I so, couldn't. So like if I was at I don't know, at the time, let's just say KJJO, okay? And they had been like, go over there and wave your arms and, and yell and try and distract Tom. I'd be like, no, 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 I quit.
2: Yeah.
4: Uh, did you work in that building?
2: KJJO? Which
4: one? No, no, no. Oh, you I, just referenced I just picked it. A, I, I just picked an old one for, for fun. I no, did not work in that building.
2: The only reason I asked you that is I drove by yesterday at 9.50 a.m. is still in that building. Really? Yeah, there's still a radio station in that building. I I met the guy that owned it once a long time ago, not not quite a while ago, but yeah, that building for years, uh, that's the one where uh, when KQ was just crushing everyone, he sent uh, a moving van over there so they could move all the equipment out because they were going out of business.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Hamilton used to love doing stuff. I will tell you, it was fun working with Hamilton. Unless something went wrong, it was your fault.
1: I love that man. I just he was so nice and fun. I, uh,
2: my my only experience with
4: Dave was uh, was he he was in a in the mid 90s a big time rotisserie baseball league with me. Mm-hmm. Oh sure, was yeah, fun. And yeah. he once he and he once thought I had made a trade uh, to dump players to another team. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm literally at work phone rings o- old school phone pick up my phone the- hamilton is on the other end screaming at me yeah just absolutely screaming at me about rotisserie <laughs> baseball essentially fantasy baseball he lost his bleep
1: so there's a there's a very like bookmark point in his life where he went to anger management but we always look at the hole in the wall near the door that he swung open and broke the hole. Remember that hole yeah. in the wall in the studio? Yep. He used to get go off the handle. I mean, never yelled at me, but, like, I'd heard. I'd started after he had done, like, the anger management stuff. Oh, yeah. And they'd made it very clear. They're like, so if you ever want a glimpse of old Hamilton, come look at this hole in the wall from this door. And I'm like, oh, my God. Well,
2: you could talk to Lastman. He used to go after, after Lastman like, there was no tomorrow. yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, he never did that stuff to me. I think he tried once and I'm like, you want to keep breathing? I wouldn't do that if I were you. <laughs> like, I'm not. Yeah, I you're do. probably
4: not the guy to. You're probably not the guy to yell at. No, that, that I
2: don't be yelling at me.
4: Probably doesn't work out too well.
2: No, it was a great run for 37 years, man. It was it was pretty spectacular. And, you know, it is what it is, right? Yep. Although you did also. To go back in time a bit, Tom, you
4: fended off some very in- interesting potential competitors really well. What do you mean, Howard Stern? I mean, well, Stern's, Stern's like the textbook one. He was, yeah. he literally had, was driving people to, you know, going crazy in different markets, and you just completely ignored him. Yep. And it worked. He went off the air here.
2: Yeah, he did. It, it, that, and actually, that Hamilton had a lot to do with that decision. See, I, that's one thing about me. If I think you're a prick, I'll tell you you're a prick. But if you did something good, I'll give you credit for it. You know, mm-hmm. tell the truth. Uh, I know it's pretty unusual in business, but, you know. now Hamilton was a big part of that. It's like, Tom, let's just ignore him. I'm like, sounds good to me. And we yeah. did, and yep. he just went away. I was going to say,
4: that's the incredible thing is, is he disappeared. Like, he didn't just not do well. He disappeared from the market.
2: But you know what he told me way back when, and it just became so true, he said, the only person you have to ever worry about in radio is the general manager because they're the ones that can F it up worse than anybody. And does that ever come true? No question about it. Uh, It it just, yeah, we just ignored Howard, and Howard was around. I I don't even think he was here a year, was he? I don't remember exactly how
4: long, but I'm sure he was, like, that because that that was, at the time, 100.3, right, which had become – Hard Rock or something like right,
2: that. Right,
4: right. And, um, and yeah, he was here for like a year. But I mean, it was, and, and that's the point too, to go back in time. He was absolutely crushing places was, like that. Yeah.
1: Were you nervous about it, Tom, when no. it happened? No. I
2: never thought he was any good. You have to remember something. I lived in New York before I took that job at KQ. Mm-hmm. So And Howard at the time was on WNBC in the afternoon yeah. when I first got there. I listen to him, I'd go, This is all just rehashed bullshit. Yeah. None of this is original. I've heard other people say these things, do these things. I never thought Howard was any good. I gotta be honest with you. Well, didn't he like come after your family too or and stuff like that while he was here? He tried doing that. It's like, Yeah, well, that's a good thing I ignored him on that deal because it just somebody told me he doesn't come out of his house anymore.
1: Yeah, I think he really hunkered down for COVID and then I yeah. he, I saw him talking about it and he was like it was like 2022 and he's like yeah, I, it's been hard for me to break up this routine of really staying in like bunker mode. Right. Um right. but he like ventured out for something, for some event or concert and he's like I'm going to try to do this more but I'm I'm having trouble. I think he was very honest about that.
4: Yeah. he's he's changed a lot yes. too though. Oh, like yeah. that, oh, that has was he really? such a Shock jock time, you know. He, yeah, he was trying. Yeah. Which I've always contended, at, at least in this market, God bless us, doesn't really work. Thank
2: God, nah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work that great. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. He is the, the one guy that never reached out to me when, when, you know, when I, I did end up leaving KQ and all the rest of it. I heard from Mark and Brian, who were no longer in L.A. at the time, whatever, Scott Shannon, everybody in Chicago. Everybody in the country called me except for Howard Stern because I was the only guy that had ever beat him, I suppose. Maybe yeah. that might be why. I, who cares, Howard? Calm down. You make $100 million <laughs> a day. What do you care? Exactly. So, you know, yeah, that, he's that, done just fine. People get very weird about it. God. You don't see him on TV anymore. He's just not around anymore. Is that because he's all hiding out in a bunker? Yeah, a little bit of COVID.
0: I heard somebody say the other day, and it made me laugh, uh, it was a radio guy who said, I pray to God I never get to a point in my life, in my career, where I look back and I have hours of tapes of me going against everything I, I stand for now, like Howard Stern.
2: Yeah, and yeah, I mean, that's true. that was it hit me hard.
0: Like, wow, that's you're true. totally right. He is a 180 compared to that guy he was yep. back in the late
1: 80s, early 90s. Oh, if if like interesting, the old Howard Stern personality came on his show, he would have kicked him off so yeah. quickly. Mm-hmm. And that's like a wild thought. Like yeah. you dislike your old personality so much, you wouldn't even be able to be on air with them anymore.
2: And you know where he got the idea to be that shock jock anyway. Hmm. He was working in Detroit at the time when he decided to change his delivery because he listened to Steve Dahl every day in Detroit. Mm. This is before Dahl went to Chicago. Steve Dahl was the one that invented that whole program, and Howard just stole his act and ran with it.
3: Uh. That's my
2: opinion, of course, but it's pretty close. Yeah, I mean, he—he he didn't. Uh, Steve Dahl was one of the most talented human beings, and by the way, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He was legendary in Chicago. Well, he was syndicated nationally, too. So, uh, but Steve Dahl, yeah, he's, he's, I think he's doing a podcast still, I believe. I don't really know. But then he and his partner, I don't know whatever happened there, but they broke up. I suppose he gets sick of it. Like, I'm almost, yeah. I'm sick of Tevin, but I, he's still here for now. You know? Yeah, the, the three days is going to be my farewell tour. <laughs> he's going to be <laughs> filling in. What are you again? talking about? You're turning the keys of the Friday. entire show to Tevin yeah. for three yeah, days yeah. next. Yeah, yeah but hey, after, yeah, those, uh, after those three days, they <laughs> lock the door and throw away the key and I'm out. And then Shelby shows up and has to bring the revival yep. with Don Shelby. Three days of just Tevin being a shock
4: jock.
3: Yeah, uh, I'm going to do my best Howard Stern from, yeah, back yeah, in the day so just impression. Just offend everybody. Yep. 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 Start in. It's all true. But,
2: you know, hey, I remember as a little kid because we talked, you know, I personally say some very negative things about radio, but when I was a little kid, I will never forget how much I thought radio was the most important thing in my life, much more so than television. Because I would listen to these guys talk about this, that, the other thing, whether yep. it was Rock Jocks or it was the news or it was WCCO or whatever. Man, radio meant the world to me, and that's why I got in it. It was fantastic. WCCO was one of the greatest radio stations in America. People don't mm-hmm. even realize that. And, you know, like back when Cannon used to do the morning show uh, over at KST, 1500 KSTP. You know, those those were legendary radio stations, man. And I will never forget when I went to work over there for Chuck Knapp at the time. Jim Chanel was the PD. That station went from 13th to 2nd in 90 days. Think about that. Really? <laughs> he changed the format from a, an adult talk to a rock station and went from yep. 13th to 2nd in less, I mean, it was nothing, less than three months. I will never forget this. Like, holy God. This is uh, what, 70, 72, maybe? No, it was about 72, okay. I think. Maybe 73. Okay. We could, I could look. Little, I still want to go in that. I know it's not a studio anymore, but I still would like to go in that room where that studio used to be. That was, my God, that was, what a break for me that was. That's one thing I will tell you. I got so lucky at the beginning of my career working with some supreme talent, and I didn't know it at the time. I just thought everybody was like that, right? But I got to work with some phenomenally talented people, Charlie Bush and Chuck Knapp and Steve Hatley and Smoke and Joe, and you go down the list of people. Uh, I got very, very lucky starting off with that crew because I learned a ton from them.
0: And then to think you get to finish out your career working with insanely talented people. Why? Where am I going next?
2: <laughs>
1: Thank you everyone. I'm great to be here. I feel that. I uh I feel like I yeah. got so lucky in my career when I got to be on um the KQ morning show so early on, or even just doing the overnight. I thing. fought it. I know you did. Tooth and nail.
2: <laughs> and one, <laughs> one prick. <laughs> and one prick. prick. Yes, one prick. Yeah.
1: I won't say over. which one. I should say pricks at this point. There's yeah, a, a couple. lot of them. There was a uh, couple. There was, yeah,
2: more than a couple probably. But, uh,
1: yeah, no, I think I fell into, like, it, just even being forced to just, like, um, uh, you know, I had, like, such a nice ramp where it was, like, doing the overnights for so long and then doing the phones where I was just listening and just kind of soaking everything in. And then it just, yeah, I feel, I feel you like you don't even realize how lucky you are oh, until you again. go somewhere else You're and you right. go, oh my God. You're
3: right. Oh, yeah. Like be, at the beginning of every football season, I try to listen to like other markets just to hear, cause it's fun to hear other teams like, oh, we're so hopeful for this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you realize like how much like bad. Local radio there is oh, across the country, yeah. and it's like we're very blessed here in Minnesota to have such, I think, a strong radio community as well as television as well. Like we have kind of the same anchors that stay here forever. Yes, this news blessed.
2: market is, I, in my opinion, the best news market in America. Television news, it's phenomenal, and always has been. I mean, I lived in New York, one of the worst local news cities in America. Everybody on there talks like this all the time. It's time for the news. I was like, Oh God. But yeah, I don't know if people understand that the radio and television in this market, uh, the newspapers, were among the best in the entire nation. Do you think people know that?
1: No. I don't think people realize that. And I think like what Tevin said, I mean, how many people branch out and go listen to it? So, no, I don't.
3: No. And I think they definitely probably appreciate it as they get older when they realize, like, oh, I've been listening to, you know, Tom Bernard for 30 years. I've been seeing the same people on television for the past, you know, 20 years. Only
2: 30 years? Why?
3: I, I don't know. I just, the other threw, I just threw another a number out there. 50 None deeply years. hurt.
1: First 20, they were in a coma.
3: Right. Well, that was, what Couldn't was it, The cat in the hat or what was your? The, the cat m- in the hat. hat. Yeah, that's what it was. Hat absolutely. And the cat. What was your cat man? There we go. You know, I still have people.
1: (laughs) Wait,
2: isn't that, you're laughing at me as Catman, right?
1: You're filling in?
2: About three times a year to this day, I could be walking down the street, and all of a sudden I'll hear a guy go, Catman on the radio.
1: W-E-G-U-R! Like, I can't even do it.
2: Oh, God, those were the days. But people still, I mean, that was 50 years ago. Yeah. Oh, Judd's got to go. What what do you mean you got to go? You stiff? I got to go. It's terrible. Lots more to do. Busy day. We're working
1: on those billboards for you, <clears throat> sir. Just prick. Mm-hmm. We'll work on that one. <laughs> Thank you I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> Sounds
2: to you, good, pal. Thanks Be a lot. Be good. Bye. Judd Zolgad, ladies and gentlemen, score north. couple of great guys. Phil, Judd, what more could you ask for? Right?
1: Uh, breakfast. Want
2: to have breakfast brought in? We got, it. yeah, all the 21 more minutes left, <laughs> so it might not get here in time, yeah, but all right, fine. it all works out. Uh, It's probably safe to assume that Bob Barker had a lot of money. Yes, it's very safe to assume that. And according to uh, TMZ, most of it is being left to charity. Not surprisingly, that includes a lot of animal welfare organizations. We talked about this about an hour and a half ago on the show. Bob's rep also says he spent a lot of time in his last days watching TV. What did he watch on television? Do you guys know this? Mm-hmm. What he watched on television he watched over and over right? again? I'm going to assume he didn't watch The Price is Right. He did not watch The Price is Right. Let's Wheel of Fortune. Oh, no, that's not true. He checked it out every now and then, it says. Oh, okay. So he did watch yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, the Price is Right. You, th- you think? in Wheel of Fortune?
1: Let's make a deal.
2: Let's oh, make didn't a deal. I don't even think
1: i going on anymore. I, I, I
2: bet he watched a
0: lot of like fishing shows or golf or something. Something that is just He so, loved yeah. golf. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, I'll go from the bottom up because I'll, I'll do his favorite show last. Um, CBS will air an hour-long special tomorrow night called The Price is Right, a tribute to Bob Barker. Uh, Drew Carey will host, by the way. He also checked out The Price is Right with Drew Carey every now and then and uh, thought Drew was doing a great job as the host. But his favorite show he watched every day was Two and a Half Men. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> very, very, very interesting. I didn't see that coming. No, not at all. Oh, what a twist!
0: Well, I mean, the show is about a guy who is a womanizer who bet That's every true. woman in Los Angeles, so it is kind of hitting close to home. That's and I, very it's true. probably on
1: five times a day, right. like sporad. Like, oh,
2: men, 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 oh don't men, even. Men. That is so triggering
1: for me. Oh yeah. Jerry you put that else. on on the way home from Vegas on the bus. He had a box set of that show, <laughs> and I was so. So hungover, trying oh not to throw up. listening to "Moon Moon" on the screen. Oh, miserable! Well,
3: have you guys seen the Perfect Bid documentary about the prices? Yeah. right the guy—it's phenomenal. He no. this guy like so. Apparently, they recycled all of the prizes and stuff, but didn't change any of the prices. So this guy figured out what all the prices were and would go to the show. He was at the show, I think, thirty-seven times, and would just yell out the correct price. And he got known for it, and so people would just like, really? Oh yeah, this vacation set is. 15, 39, 34, Bob, and be getting perfect bids and all and this stuff. And did he ever get he, to
1: go up front?
3: Yeah, he got on the show once. I believe.
0: Yeah, once, yeah. one time, but then he had a spreadsheet that he was t- keeping track of everything uh, that yeah. was, yeah, and then went on and then I believe ended up winning the showcase showdown on it as well, that same show that he was I would on. I hope yeah. so.
1: At that point, you have a full time job. You need to be winning.
0: Yeah. And my buddy Dave got up. Uh, Dave uh, at the time was a touring band, uh, was in a band, they were out touring Los Angeles, and he got on the prices right and bid 4 times at <laughs> Contestants Row and never got up once unfortunately that's so funny that they say oh he liked Drew Carey because there is actual audio of Bob Barker ripping Drew Carey yeah. about mm-hmm. how bad how boring it is I got a little bit of it here if you guys want to give it a listen here you go check it out
2: Marcel so, in the flesh my friend I absolutely love you man well I I'm flattered
4: <laughs> you probably watched all ever since you were a kid Yes, I did,
2: man. Hey, I always wanted to play the plinko chip game. Everybody did. <laughs> that was the most popular game on the show. Oh man, how do you think Drew's doing? Well, he does the show differently than I did.
3: Right, you can't you can't copy the the original. Well, he,
0: I tried to make the show really exciting, and
2: uh, he doesn't uh, do that. He just plays the games. Right, right, right.
3: I I, I totally I gotta say, man. You can't you can't beat it, you know? Like it's never it's never going to be the same, man. Could I just shake your hand? There you this go. This is like the magic touch. <laughs> the
2: <laughs> Another, magic one thing I, before you go, one thing I always wanted to ask you. What did it feel like punching Adam Sandler in the face? Uh, young men love that movie. And they're always asking me, could I really beat up Adam Sandler in real life? <laughs> <laughs> I beat up Adam Sandler. My answer is Adam Sandler couldn't even whip Regis Phil. <laughs> <laughs> you know he that's wasn't that. Line. He wasn't that
1: brutal to Drew. Like he, I think he was just saying he's high, he was trying to be high energy, and Drew is mm-hmm. very flat, like mm-hmm. very yeah. matter yeah. of fact. It's very like YouTube the way that like you know like not. Blah, blah, blah. It's like this is what we're doing. We're playing mm-hmm. this game now. Like that's Drew for sure.
2: No, I think Drew does a good job. Yeah. I don't have any problem with Drew's job.
1: No, but you're right. Like he definitely like he was very factual about his assessment of what how he thought mm-hmm. of what he thought of Drew.
2: Didn't Drew lose about a buck and a half or something?
1: Oh, he looks yeah, so lost, different. lost a
0: lot of weight. Got some away. different
2: glasses. He, yeah. he grew his hair out.
1: You live oh, in LA? I didn't know that, really. Yeah. I feel like you live in LA, it just happens. People just into the same person just
2: beat the piss out of you until you lose the weight is pretty much <laughs> like you can't go
1: anywhere with them being like oh so this is how you're going to look huh? like, oh, that's, that's the body you you that's, that's yeah. what in you're going to keep yeah. okay like I just feel like it's so LA to like right. you have to do all those things and look eventually like everyone else
2: I got to read this headline ladies and gentlemen <laughs> it's one of my favorite headlines of all time it's in today's uh, MSN which is a news delivery service Armed robbers rob Chicago TV crew reporting on armed robbery. Yeah.
1: That is the most. <laughs> isn't that insane? <laughs> insane thing I've ever heard. I just
2: love that. You ass. Oh, God. Pain in the ass. They're
1: like, this is the perfect mark. They're telling them what we're about to do to them. They're I going know. in detail. It's
2: amazing. Oh. A TV news crew in Chicago was robbed Monday morning while covering a string of armed robberies and carjacking. I'm sorry to be laughing at this, but Jesus. It's rough. Carjackings that occurred over the weekend, according to WLS, a reporter and photojournalist with uh, Univision, we're about to do a live shot in the 1,200 block of North Milwaukee before 5 a.m. when a black SUV and a gray sedan pulled up. Three armed suspects and ski masks got out. I'm sorry to be laughing at it's that. Funny but it's funny, like, though. No, it's five so in the
3: morning. They deserve to get laughed at. Like I agree. If there's that's a string true. of robberies, maybe we don't go out into that area at 5 a.m.
1: I know. They think they're so neutral. The only guy who can do that is Chris Eggert. He could run and yell at looters. Yeah, there you go. But that's it.
2: Uh, so, yeah, three armed suspects in ski mask got out and took the belongings of 28-year-old and 42-year-old victims. Chicago police said also stealing the pair's video camera. The news crew was reporting from the same block in which a woman was carjacked just the night before. It is just, when are we going to realize that if these news assholes keep chirping about how, oh, we've got to watch everybody and there's too much, you know, these cops are really rough on people... Have you noticed since you've been saying cops are rough on people, they're beating the piss out of everyone now in the street because the cops can't do their job anymore? When are they going to realize that? All of this crime is happening because of your political stance.
1: Yeah. Right? I mean, I just think it's so funny. I wonder if they were carrying cash on them, if they were smarter. Like, what, well, they, what, well, what? They
2: were if they did. <laughs> right. Like that.
1: Um, I do have a live report. Remember how uh, Chris Eggert our, is uh, doing Zumba today? One of our listeners wrote in about how it's going. He's doing
3: Uh-oh. Zumba, like uh oh,
1: on his Minnesota Live. He has a oh, show oh, okay, from I nine to you. ten. I
3: just thought you were just giving us an update on his like fitness life.
2: Yeah,
1: and I did some stretches this morning. <laughs> okay. um, so yeah, just having ha- you
2: here is a stretch. Thank you very much. Great to be
1: here. Hello. Uh, Pat wrote in, Chris Eggert is killing it on the Zumba line Aww. on TV. He gave a really good college try. He stepped away from the semi part, however, and then he wrote, I think he wore shorts as sympathy ploy, as a sympathy ploy.
2: Oh, so you can see his fake leg. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that works for me.
1: So, yeah, I guess I'm actually happy to hear it's going well for him.
2: Chris is a great guy. And, I, you know, I'm sure people tell him, I do say that all the time, but Chris Eggert is one of the nicest people I've ever met. It's annoying. He's just a great. He, he, he's, he's so nice, it's annoying.
1: Yeah, it's annoying how likable he is. <laughs> he's just so funny where he'll just, he'll absolutely be a Debbie Downer, and then you're like, I don't know why, I just think you're so fun.
2: No, he is. He's just a great guy to work with, and it was just, oh, God. Brittany, you nailed it today. Thank you. Another great headline, Lady Has gun. It, hidden in her folds of fat.
1: Oh, we have to save this one for after the break. Because
3: <clears throat> I've got
2: questions. Okay, okay, we'll, we'll save it for after the break. Let me just say this. <laughs> we had a woman on the KQ Morning Show oh, one time no. that had to have surgery. She's a very big woman. Yes. And they had to rush her to the hospital because she got, her skin got, had been poisoned. Apparently, when, what happened, we had her live oh, on the show. She was no. amazing. She was eating a pork chop. Yeah. And... Dropped it somehow, yeah. and then couldn't find it. It ended up tucked in the folds of her gut,
1: oh, and no. it rotted
2: away and started rotting the flesh off. Oh, what?
1: She's like, Jesus. I can't, I'm gonna get sick. That so not, is. But how
2: do you not shower that off? Is what you were about to say? She said the folds of fat were so heavy that she would have to literally lift them up like two feet to get under there.
1: I'm going to be sick. But, but how do
2: you not feel a whole pork chop? I know. Like,
1: like your skin still has feeling. Yeah. She yeah. was such
2: a sweetheart oh. about that. It was amazing. Okay,
1: so like I sometimes I'm infamous for leaving, like I'll take a bite of something or a half of a drink. i notorious. I'll, I'll, thank you. I'll leave it around the house somewhere, and my brain goes, Brittany, you left, like, a half of a cookie somewhere. Oh, yeah. Like, my brain has that always going. Like, Brittany, somewhere in this house, somewhere you left, like, a half a cookie eaten somewhere. So you, like, have that pinged in your brain to be, like, keep an eye out for your LaCroix or your half a cookie. How do you not keep your eye out for a pork chop? You
3: were just eating a pork chop, and now you're not. Like, it went
2: somewhere.
1: (laughs) Well, Well, she told
2: me she thought that it had fallen through the floor grate into the the heater. or the. uh...
1: Which is not great either. No, No.
2: it would not be great if it went, went in there either. You're right. All right, we do have to take a break. We're going to come back and do that story that you want to do. Perfect. I really have to say I'm feeling great, and I have to give the credit to mnfatloss.com. After going on the program this spring, I'm nearly at my ultimate weight loss goal. You know, there's no shame in gaining weight as we get a little older, but I think you'd feel better, more energetic, and feel better in your clothing. A reset like mnfatloss.com could be the answer for you, just like it has been for me. I'm not even worried about temptations like the state fair. I'm not hungry. I don't crave carbs. Don't crave sugar. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just 8 weeks, that's about a pound of fat every day. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. When you need someone to listen to. A lawyer you know and trust.
4: The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says riding a bus to school is 13 times safer than riding a passenger vehicle and 10 times safer than walking to school. The reality of school bus safety is that more children are hurt outside the bus than inside as passengers. Most of the children who lose their lives in bus-related crashes are pedestrians, four to seven years old, who are hit by the bus or by motorists illegally passing a stopped school bus. Please be patient and use extra caution when driving near children and school buses, and never pass a bus when the arm is down and red lights are flashing. The children inside and their parents are counting on us. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. I hope you're never injured in an accident. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to a lawyer.
1: Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys
4: at MinnesotaPersonalInjury.com.
0: Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw Bryant.
2: Hi, this is Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as we hit a major milestone, 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. Each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join us in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or Sauk Rapids as we roll off the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways and unbeatable special pricing. We'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snow. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates nearest you. Throughout August, we've got something special planned. Follow us on social media as we unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right, 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this, so mark your calendars and get in on the action during our 25th anniversary. Power Lodge, where your adventure begins.
0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
1: Yeah, baby. Tom Bernard Morning Show. We're getting a little glimpse of what the next week's gonna be like, gentlemen. Cause Tom Bernard is leaving on vacation and it's gonna be us three.
3: And it'll be the best... Take it easy. Okay, I was, already yeah, left the copy. Don't, don't Don't <laughs> even.
1: Okay, so I know. Did you go? End up going to the fair again after Saturday, Tevin?
3: Yeah, I went. Whatever the next, yeah, whatever the next day was. Sunday. Sunday. No, um, we weren't there at the fair on a Saturday. The, for we, you talking about for the show?
1: Yeah, we were a thousand percent there on a Saturday. We were there
3: on a Saturday, and I was there on Sunday as well. So it was the long week last week. Sorry, there we go. <laughs> it was definitely there on Sunday. No, that's okay. all right. I, I had, had good, uh,
1: lead us Friday,
3: uh, right, Tuesday, guys, and Wednesday.
1: Captain <laughs> cap <enough>. I'll <laughs> be
3: more prepared on Friday, but no, I had the a lot. Tell of, me what you ate. The average. I feel like the food wasn't as great. I had what? these like hot chicken cheese fries from the Blue Barn. They were just eh, okay. Really? I had a milkshake, that, like some alcoholic cookie milkshake. That was pretty good. Kristen but made
1: me promise I was going to get dill lemonade, and I feel really obligated to do dill that. Dill
3: lemonade? That sounds terrible. Don't it, start with
2: dill again.
1: Don't start. Well, I don't know if I have dill money.
3: <laughs> a. <laughs> a. I have dill money. Dill? Oh my God. That was dingy
2: or dildo or whatever it is.
3: <laughs> the gr- I was like, he definitely Leave me alone. did not say what he thought
2: he was saying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's true. You're right about that. But she handled it well. <clears throat> yes, I would yeah. agree, absolutely. So what were you guys talking about? I, was I ask- ran into a listener out in the hallway. That's why it, it took me a little while. Nice young guy. Looked to be about maybe 25.
1: It, I mean, it was great training wheels because it'll be this way on Friday. And so it was great training wheels for us to get a – a handle on hosting. We failed miserably.
2: Oh, both of you did? We all did. Speak for yourself. That's great. Oh, you think you really couldn't <laughs> no, even figure not, out no. what day of the I week? I was confused as to what day of the week it was.
1: Okay, Tom, finish the fat folds thing though, because we can't leave. People all right. In. Yeah.
2: No, that's true. We only got five minutes left. So yeah. you're absolutely right about that. Um, White Sox shooting. <laughs> I don't know if I can get through this story actually to tell you the truth, but I'll try my best. Oh Jesus. I hate it when stuff pops up and covers up the story. Why do they do that?
1: Cause they—that's how they advertise. It's the well, I know, thing. but how do you
2: hell do you get rid of it? You just pray. I tried to click out of it. Oh, there! I think I finally found the right spot right for it. White Sox shooting: woman snuck gun into a uh, major league baseball game in Chicago mm-hmm. through folds in her belly fat. Before it went off by accident Friday night.
1: Who would have thought?
2: You know, so who pulled? what pulled the trigger?
1: What part of whose body? I don't know. What was she doing? Was there like, I don't know. And then she ended up shooting herself then?
2: Well, it says the shooting, which marred last weekend's Chicago White Sox game, was a result of accidental discharge by one of the victims, according to the report. Two females were shot during the fourth inning of the White Sox game against Oakland A's. Uh, on Friday night, with one grazed uh, in the stomach and the other taking a bullet to the leg.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Yet, according to ESPN Chicago host Peggy Kuzinski, um, the gunshots came from the woman left with her uh, with grazing after she accidentally fired the weapon inside Guaranteed Rate Field. Well, I, If it's in her fat fold, how do you—I don't—well, there's more to the story, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> un- I mean, how do you? What pulled the trigger? I, there's and, so many and, um, questions she, I have. Burnt. And why was it yeah. not
1: on safety in your fat folds?
2: Yeah, there you go. The little person who was also stuck in the fat yeah, folds who pulled the trigger. Her there you husband,
1: go. am I right?
2: She is understood to have snuck at past security through metal detectors by hiding in the fold. How thick is her belly fat that even the metal detector couldn't pick it up? I
3: feel like I can uh, well, get also, and I'm sure, like, <laughs> let's <laughs> say, if she
2: did set it off, and then
3: they wander and feel like, oh, there's it's going off in your stomach. I'm not, I'm just mean, not a lot of security is like, hey, we got to lift that up and no. dig in around your fat I've fold. You got a middle
2: kidney now. Right. That's what it just is. Just make something up.
1: Um, also, yeah, I don't want them to start. If all of a sudden, like, a guy's like, let me just feel in there, I'd be like, I did not know my body had got to this point. <laughs> I'll constantly say, I have a newborn. They're like, she is five, ma'am.
2: Yep.
1: Um, not great. You know how long security would take if they have to, like, start checking in folds of people? And, oh.
2: That'd smell good. Oh,
1: that's a job you don't want.
2: After reports circulated on social media of an alleged shooting, police confirmed that late on Friday night that two women aged 42 and 26 were indeed shot during the White Sox game. It's just unbelievable. And then Peggy uh, Kaczynski's Ted Kaczynski. I wonder if that's his sister. Yeah. He died, didn't he? he? Didn't he just die, Ted Kaczynski?
1: That's a great question. I think he
2: did. Yeah, he did. As I reported on ESPN 1000 just now, the shooting at Guaranteed Rate Field during a White Sox game was an, indeed an accidental discharge by one of the women grazed by the bullet. Uh, she reportedly snuck the gun in past metal detectors, hiding it in the folds of her belly fat.
1: <laughs> I bet you even with... Jesus. Okay, ignore it. Let's say somehow. Somehow that goes off without grazing you. Like, let's say mm-hmm. somehow yeah, it shoots outside. Yeah. That barrel would be so hot right there. Oh, burn, yeah. Oh, yeah. Burn her anyways.
2: Yeah, you're absolutely right. That would be hotter than a sumbitch. Correct.
1: Correct.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And what the hell? So I, it just says lady has gun hidden folds. I how did the gun go off? And why wouldn't she have the safety on? Right. And why
3: why are you sneaking a gun into the game anyway? Well, there was the high school football game where they had the shooting where I believe three people got shot. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. A couple oh. weeks ago. Well, it's every day now. Oh, yeah, there's always something going
2: on. It's disgusting. There's you, no question about it.
1: Have you guys ever, like, uh, shot a gun at a, a range or anything like that? hmm.
2: Oh, in many times. I,
1: I was helping my <clears throat> husband zero in, um, I can't remember in what weapon he had, um, but I was helping him zero it in. And I'm so used to a rifle, like an M4. Oh, sure. So you put your nose right up to the charging <laughs> handle, oh, almost God. pushed it, and this one had um, like a big old uh, um, scope on it and kicks. Almost gave myself a black eye. Sure. Like it was oh. this close because I'm just so used to I've only shot M4s and M- M16s where you can put your nose right there. And that, was a, that would have been so painful. I can't imagine having a gun... Intertwined in your skin, go off like the even the small amount of kick would just feel like a punch to the stomach.
2: You would think, and it'd be hotter than hell, as I, you pointed out,
1: right? Ugh.
2: I don't really understand it either. There's no question about it. All right, any closing comments?
1: Kevin, anything? Captain Everybody, by Captain? tune
3: in Friday. It's about to go down the greatest <laughs> show there, right? in the history of radio that Tom <laughs> Bernard's not going to be on. Me, Brittany, and Rudy, we're getting loose in the booth. Get loose in the booth. Tell all your friends. Get weird. Send your messages, phone calls. We're talking about it all.
1: We'll tell. We'll say it all, baby. The
3: Tevin takeover, bigger and blacker. As long as Chris Rock doesn't sue us. Hey, our initials are
1: TB. Name. We just need to figure out Rudy's with the czar to make Tom Bernard your full name. TB still in town. What? Tevin Brittany. I think on that note,
2: we're just gonna. Talk to you oh, guys Oh, that's the weird
1: thing? Not loose in the booth? You're not going to attack him for saying loose in the booth?
2: Boy, look at the time. We love to stay in schmooze. Talk to you tomorrow.
1: Love you. Bye.